Sweet. Well, Michael Sarah Palin, welcome Hello, to the podcast. Um, do you guys want, <laughs> you want to introduce yourselves to the listeners? My name is Elliot. I sing and play guitar. My name is Chad. I play drums. I'm John. I'm the bassist. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you guys. Yes. Um, And to those that are listening, they are currently on the road, literally (laughs) driving (laughs) as we speak right now. Uh, You guys are on tour right now with camping in Alaska, right? Yeah. And uh, for the leg we're currently on, uh, Guitar Fight for Cooley Cooley is also on. Oh, that's so cool. How how is it going? It's been good. We are on, I think, day three. And we have about, I think, 19 more until uh, back home. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I absolutely. So far, we've just been playing Tennessee, uh, and it's been our best Tennessee shows yet. Uh, So very excited to see how the rest of the run shakes out. Uh, I mean, just really excited. Nice. Where last where's like your? Oh yeah, last night someone ripped a fucking toilet out of the wall at the venue. Oh my god! <laughs> like they ripped it, ripped it, ripped it out. It apparently it was no longer attached. <laughs> they were, oh man! Imagine wow. having that in like the mosh pit. I was just thinking that like toilet <laughs> or something. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Wow. So it sounds like it's off to a good start, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toilet ripping good time. <laughs> um, where has, like, your favorite place, like, been so far? Like, was it, what did you say last night with the toilet? <laughs> uh, Well, it, for this run in particular, yeah, last night. We've only played two shows so far. Yeah. Okay, so right. So early. Yeah. What are you most excited for, then? Like, what show or place? Oh. Uh, we're so our show in Pittsburgh is, is with uh the Kembe Camping Alaska, Riley, and Short Fictions, and um, I think I think one or two more, right? We're amphibians, yeah. Aren't we amphibians as well? Wow. That's wow. a heater. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the fucking heavens. It's unreal. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. Wow. I wish I could be there to see. I know, that. me too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys are on the road pretty often, though, right? I feel like I'm always seeing you guys, like, posting tour flyers and stuff like that. Now we are. Yeah. Uh, we're very new to doing this as regularly as we are. Chad has the most touring experience of any of the three of us. And I I had done, like, a couple shorter runs, but, like, the, like, two to three week thing, uh... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm start, I'm starting to figure out how to like keep my feet under me, you know. Right. right yeah, because I was gonna say like, what uh, what do you, what is the best things that you guys have found to like keep you guys like sane, basically on the road and like just keeping well, I guess. I take a daily five or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Nice. John, what do you do? Um, I used to try to have a book on me at all times. Oh. I'm reading Nightbust by, I might be fucking up the pronunciation, but it's a Chinese cartoonist called Duo Mod, like, really surreal comics about, uh, like, farm life shit. So, yeah, I usually just try to find, like, a bookstore, just pick up a, pick up a little something to, to get lost in, kind of oh, keep yeah. your mind off, uh, 
belly bath for eight hours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Smelling. That's, That's really cool, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> Definitely need that side thing to keep you sane for sure. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's just like remembering to like pace myself, like socially, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, learning to like let myself rest because like it, it is really exciting getting to talk to like fucking everyone, but like right, yeah. Also, like that that does like legitimately like tire you after a certain point yeah and when you're like when you're doing this it's hard to find places to be where other people aren't you know right yeah well sure but i mean depending depending on locale sometimes that's a that's a precious commodity you're holding on to taking up that bathroom you know you're the guy who broke the toilet I didn't even get to use that fucking toilet. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. I had to take a dumpster piss. It's going to be a gosh. whole manhunt going on for the toilet beef. Justice for East Room. Absolutely. <laughs> nah, That's crazy. just kidding. The, the, the toilet breaker is a vigilante hero. <laughs> a hero, our hero. <laughs> That's funny. Are you Just excited? like me for real. <laughs> um, I saw that you guys are like going on a tour in the UK. Like that's in February, right? That's yeah, insane. Man. Like, are you guys like really excited to like, where are you excited to play there? We've got a lot of dates. I mean, we've never played outside of North American continent. And we, we just played outside the U.S. for the first time ever back in July doing some Canada dates. Ooh. But, you know, we're it's like going to a whole different country for Right. Yeah. yeah. A whole new ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, like, I don't see myself, like, specifically looking forward to cities in that, but rather, like, I'm excited to, like, play with the bands that are over there. I've mm, always, right. like, love bands from the UK. John has only ever shown me more bands from the UK to love. Like, just, it, there's... Yeah so much amazing and really special indie and emo going on over there no yeah there for sure is and i feel like so much like foundational like stuff too came from the uk as well um how does it feel like knowing like that like your music has like that large of a reach now like where like you have fans like in the uk and stuff like that it's a little fucked up uh (laughs) well like i don't know you like this is the first band where like we have had this level of enthusiasm about the work we've made and so like i mean all we what we mostly feel is just like endlessly thankful you know like just so few bands no matter how amazing they are like see this kind of support right and so it's it's crazy Uh, we're part of people's lives whose lives look nothing like ours and it's fucking dope yeah no yeah that must be so cool especially because like i feel like i've seen like tattoos and stuff surface like on the internet of like lyrics and stuff of you guys that I must know be of, a surreal thing too. <laughs> I know of four. 
four. Um, okay. And but that's still like you know four more than I've ever fucking gotten before, right? Yeah. Like, right. Right. <laughs> again, like oh my god, what the hell? Okay, I want to make sure I didn't miss a turn. I didn't miss a turn. It's coming up shortly. Hell yes. That's, I love that we are quite literally on the road with you guys. On the road again. What what venue are you guys headed to tonight? Design Collective in Cincinnati. Ooh, Cincinnati. That's fun. Also, parentheses around DSGN. Uh, It's a six band bill. I'm excited. There's a band we played with at Bummer Brews Fest. Uh, back in July, I guess that was July. I was thinking June that July, even uh, a band called Cataracts from over there. Really good pop punky, but like super tasty riffs and like very like statedly queer and like really great stage presence and incredible live energy. Uh, very stoked to see them again. Wow, that sounds really like sick. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, so, wow. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wow, damn, I wish I was there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're very fortunate to play in a band that doesn't get booked with bad bands. Mm, um, right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like, it's because you put out good music. Yeah, true. I, I've just in the past, like, two years have seen just some of the best sets I've ever gotten to witness. And I was on the bill, too. And that's a wonderful thing i'm getting like we get to experience some really incredible and special art right yeah i mean that makes so much sense and i feel like within so many bands performances right now especially like post like the lockdowns and like coming back to normalcy after like the height of the pandemic i'm sure like there's so much like pent up just energy from mm-hmm. so many performers so it's pro- i can only imagine what it's like yeah, to be part it- of that and it's led to that pet up energy, like being expressed through like a very like visceral confrontation of like not only am I talking about what I feel, but like the sound is an extension of that instability. Right. Like, and people like people are getting more like heady and immersive and like confrontational like emo is more punky and also more experimental than it's ever been right now i'm really excited about the scene right now that's so that's great yeah i agree i feel there's so much good music being like pushed out too uh that's so always. Different. yeah always um and you guys recently just put out like a single within the past like recently like few like two uh, years, the past right? years okay. so it, it was yeah Last year, we put out a split single with, uh, it was us, Camp Trash, Weather Day, and Oolong. Oh, gotcha. And then uh, we did a full U.S. tour with Weather Day and Oolong. That's so That's, cool. We we kind of know those guys. Like, very kind of. Well, yeah. Oolong, yeah. Oolong, Oolong, Oolong yeah. <laughs> Love those boys. Oh, yes. Love them yes. to the end of the earth. Yes, and that's the other thing, like, it, it, like when people, I remember, like, when Oolong first got posted to Reddit and people were like, well, a couple dweebs were like, isn't it suspicious that <laughs> there's multiple posts 
about this new band. And I was like, if this is an industry plant, y'all don't know what an industry plant is, first of all. Second of all, like, this is more earnest than, like, this is more earnest and, like, personable. Like, you can tell listening to Oolong that it could have only come from the specific people who are making it. Right, exactly. Like, it's it's not, like, those those songs aren't faceless. And that's something that's really special about them. And I made a point, I, like, never fucking post to Reddit, but I made a point to say that. And, uh, yeah. You had to speak your piece. You know, back when I posted more, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, and to out of that and like out of, you know, being a, an unrepentant weather day stand, getting to spend five weeks with them, traveling the country, seeing the country for the first time, like incredible. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, did you, when yeah, you guys, uh, sorry. No, please, you, please go into what you were about to say. I was just going to go back and say, so yeah, the split single uh, was that. uh, That song has been re-recorded. I'm not sure if y'all saw our post, but we did just finish uh, recording our first full length. Oh, shit. That's what I was going to ask, too. Yeah. um, When you guys were going to, like, release, like, a full album. That's exciting. Yeah, so it's written, it's recorded. Uh, it right now is uh, the the dude we have producing it is uh, taking care of some loose ends so before he dives into it, and then uh, we'll really? see we'll see who we're releasing with and when we're releasing and how we're releasing. But I'm so excited. This is the first full length album I've ever written. That's so cool, like, yeah. that, to know that it's in, like, progress, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. To know that, like, it's at the actual next stage of the making of it. Right. right. So it's, like, so cool. It's, like, there, pretty much. A, a lot of people get stuck at this part. Right. <laughs> no, that does. <laughs> so you just got to get over yeah. the hump. Really? <laughs> You're good. You're almost there. And- and usually the next part's its own hump, right? But mm-hmm. uh, fortunate to uh, fortunate to now be in a place where we can reach out to someone else to help us carry it across the finish line. Yeah, for sure. Are you? Do you have a cover on this album as well? <laughs> no, no, no covers. This no covers. Yeah. Uh, we I'm I'm not against recording another cover, but uh just No, nah, I get it's it. <laughs> not right now. If 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 this is going to be like my first full length, like it, it, be yours. it deserves to be a statement of its own. Yeah, right. exactly. Did you got did you think that from like, you know, the cover that you guys did, the right, the Cheryl yeah. Pro, did you, you think that that sense. was going to literally like blow up basically? No, uh, I, <laughs> I I put it in the middle of the EP because I thought of it as an interlude. Wow, um, oh, that's okay. so interesting. You guys killed yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Do appreciate, like, I'm very thankful. I'm thankful that like we're able to like recontextualize that song and like give it like added depth 
for a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. As far as like their ability to connect with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you guys want to play the game that we have ready for today? It's like a question game. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, sweet. So, right. are you familiar with the game We're Not Really Strangers by any chance? It's like a red box. No. I don't okay, think well, so. Okay, that's fine. The premise of the game is actually it's literally a question game to get to know a stranger, basically. So, at the end of the game, you're not strangers. Uh, we're not going to pull the whole, play the whole game, but we do pull cards from it each time. Um, so, we have okay. two picked out for today. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? Or do yeah, you want to sure. <laughs> All right. So um, the first question is, what is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you? And you can base this off like personal or like as a band. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is last week, I dropped one of my earbuds and like I saw where it hit the ground. <laughs> and uh, I was riding my bike. I wasn't riding it, but I was on my bike and I'm, Put my kickstand though, get off my bike, and the earbud is just gone. It completely dematerialized into nothing. That shit happens to me all the time. I actually lost my computer or no, my phone charger the other day, and it's just disappeared. Like I know where I put it and it's gone. Like I she it's just relate. I so I relate to that so much. Yeah. We had an interesting experience. Uh this was my first set of shows with the band back in April. We stopped at a motel in middle of nowhere, Louisiana, and it seemed to be kind of like a dumping ground where random assets would spawn. Like, there was random patio furniture and strange places around the motel. There's a random diner that didn't really have a way to be accessed, like, without cutting through, like, a lawn. It was odd. There was a basketball hoop in a gazebo. All of this was in the parking lot of the patio furniture was in the parking lot. Uh, the diner shared a parking lot, but also like okay, making sure this isn't a turn I'm taking. It's not. Hell yeah. Okay, I get off, I get off at 23A. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was that was. That was wacky, but the patch of lawn, like, literally, like, there was no hard end to the parking lot. It just kind of fizzled <laughs> out sketch. into being gravel and grass as you walk up to uh, to this diner. Um, the uh, the door oh. didn't properly close to the bathroom of our room. <laughs> um, like the door was too big for the frame. And it's what was fucking it. Yeah, no. Truly, really? truly incredible. John, what's the most unexplainable thing that's happened to you? I haven't had to buy gasoline in 10 years. Whenever I get into a car, oh, I, I close my I mean, eyes that really checks tight out. and think about giving my mom a <laughs> hug. On, and then the car just kind of magically springs to life. She drives a Prius. That doesn't sound like something that happened to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I got in my car and I thought about hugging my mom with my eyes closed. And then all of a sudden the car started. <laughs> and I haven't had to buy gasoline in six years. 
have the most natural uh, carbon footprint of all time. Nice. Perfect. Um, and then the second one we have here is this, if you guys were a piece of living room furniture, what, what would, would you, you be? That's tough. Oh, <laughs> you have to really think about this one. I know. I know. It says and a honestly, lot about a person. It could really be a lot of things that you wouldn't like. You would, you know, it doesn't have to be. Like I feel like people, some people are like, but that's not living room furniture. Like, but I'm like, it could be. Well, like, it's also it's like, how do you There's... distinguish like furniture from decor, right? Like, right, true. But like, I guess anything, anything in, in a living room. room yeah. <laughs> anything. I'm, I'm the mantle. You're the, the mantle. mantle. Okay, okay, because you're holding it all up. Well, also just like a, a collection of various things I'm proud of, and just. You know, get, getting to share that uh, is definitely uh, something I take joy in. So, yeah, I think I'm the mantle. I like that. Oh, that's, that's a so great answer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm the rug because I let everybody just walk all over me the whole time. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. It's because he has a backpack. We took such a turn. It's because he's, he's sitting in the back. backseat right now. I see. I think I would be a yeah. uh, credenza. I think I'd be a credenza. A credenza? Wow. I can't nice. really explain why. What would I you... think I like the word credenza. I think it's a nice word. I'm full of stuff. I'm full of hobbies. You're full Yo, of we stuff. Yo, we've been chaining multitudes yeah. around oh. here for real. Yeah. All right, here's my exit. It's good. Oh, you made it to 23. Oh, right? yeah. We're heading up to Cincy. Oh, nice. Head in the Cincy. Very nice. Have you have you guys <clears throat> while you guys have been on tour, have you seen like has anything random happened? Oh god. Other than the toilet? Ev- everywhere. Always. Um okay. So Oh man, there's there's the too good to go thing. There's oh, too good to go thing. So it's fucking weird. Too good to go is an app Chad was putting us on to. Uh, where, like, places that sell perishables, at the end of the day, you can pick up for, like, a stupid cheap price just, like, a bag of their extra food. Like, right. and so we wanted to try it out. We were in Memphis. This was a couple days ago. And it sent us to an address for a place that did not seem to exist. The address, I got at... Oh, no. At, yeah, the address... It must have been some kind of technical issue because everything was in French. Like the description of what you were getting was in French. Like instead of words United States, it was like whatever <laughs> that is in French. And mm-hmm. I, I looked at the translation and it's like, oh, this must, this is a grocery store. We're going to get like groceries, I guess. When I thought I were going to get pastries or something. And I was like, oh, well, I, I fucked up. Right. Like my bad, y'all. We're going to get like probably just raw meat. Um, and we type the address and it takes us to uh, a mall, like a weird, like part indoor, part outdoor, like part strip mall, part. But something. still very segmented. It was segmented yeah. like a mall, but things were difficult to get to, like, go from one to the next. And, and it was very dead. Like a plaza. This is a very dead mall. This is what I had on the outskirts. The of deadest Memphis. plaza. And, like, we're trying to find the number because, like, <laughs> we. 
all had like number eventually find like for that of the street that is on the app and I look inside and it's like an abandoned borders bookstore that had been hastily converted like a gym partially. And yeah. also a lacrosse training thing. Yeah. I don't know five deer heads. Very yeah, there were there were five mountable deer heads just lying around close to the door. Actually, pretty close to the door, relative to like most of the most of the contents of the room, which was man. So that was weird. <laughs> that sounds very interesting. That sounds crazy I feel like weird. I would I'd feel be like, like I'd be like a thin or something. So. Yeah, it was unlocked. Like we. At this point, I was kind of like, all right, well, we're not getting our food, but at least maybe we can, like, go on a side quest before we load into the venue. Yeah. We love right. some urban exploration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys seem to be exploring. Yeah. Uh, do you, what's, yeah. are you in a van? Has he got his, uh, like, a tour yeah, van? Yeah, minivan. Minivan, nice. Nice. Do you have a name for the van? Appa. Appa? Oh, it's- come on. The Avatar reference? It's a big white minivan. Nice. I love that. <laughs> That's so good. Um, well, we have 10 minutes left. So d- this is a time really to plug some stuff, whatever is coming up for you guys. Do you have plans after this tour? Just hanging out. Just uh, hanging? hanging out, figuring out how we're releasing the album. Uh, we, we're going to be doing, obviously, plenty more tours next year. Uh and I, I guess just like follow our socials. Uh, if we post anything, it'll be where you can find us in person. Uh, though occasionally Chad has some heaters on on the Twitter. I made a tweet that went viral by accident. It wasn't oh, yeah? even a good thing. But I think it was tweet. a pretty good fucking tweet. What is there's that tweet? A, there's a, a Facebook group I found called Hokey Guru which it's basically a boomers. Yeah. It's basically a bunch of middle-aged like divorced dads posting pictures of each other's hoagies or subs or grinders or whatever (laughs) regional dialect sandwiches as. And I thought it was funny. It was like midnight and I was like kind of in the zone. Uh, And I take some screenshots of what I think are the funniest uh, posts. And I post about it on our Twitter and uh, people go apes. Oh yeah, this was the night before we were supposed to open for Joyce Manor. And uh, we, I got oh, a practice wow. the next day, and I'm like, "Yo, that tweet I made got 2,000 likes." Yeah. And uh, we're like, "Okay, yeah. well, time to practice." And then we get back home before we go to Alabama. I get back home and I check, and now it's at 8,000 likes. And oh, then throughout wow. the entire day of the you Joyce Manor it. show, we're getting notifications about this goddamn sandwich tweet. It was awesome. <laughs> and I think we may have altered the course of the universe slightly because maybe it's like an effect where you know you your friend like buys a new car and suddenly you see that car where like you learn a new word and suddenly you start hearing that word everywhere well i've seen a lot of posts and tweets now about this hoagie guru's page which actually now that i think about it might be because the algorithm has determined that i like sandwiches uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're 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 pretty pro sandwich. Pro sandwich. I'm also very pro sandwich. I love a good sandwich. Love a good sandwich. I have one friend that argues that sandwiches are obsolete because you can just make it as pasta. 
And that's, I think, one of the most infuriating things anyone's ever said to me. Literally, agree with that. They're two different things. (laughs) (laughs) I yeah. Next time you talk to Alex, wait, which Alex? Long hair Alex. What? I'm texting that fucking. You're putting mayo and mustard and ketchup and shit. No. Wait, so is it? I promise you, literally at the most basic form of scrutiny, it falls apart. But Alex is still so fucking stubborn about this goddamn awful take. How are they eating PB and J's? I agree with you. I agree. I think he's arguing that PB and J is mid. No way. Fire. PB and J goes hard to your sandwich. Definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we are starting out time, though. So I love that we got a hot take about sandwiches before we left. Um, that doesn't even belong to us. But thank you guys so much for yeah, being here. So uh, we're going to close out the podcast right now. This has been an episode of Seeping DIY with Michael Sarah Palin. Thank you so much for listening.